Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, shit, this is good, Gina. And I'll tell you, I, I don't really know much about Moscow. Moscow. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time saying that. Okay. Moscow Mule. Moscow Mules. I don't even know if I've ever had one, but this shit right here is banging. The smoked rosemary is doing something. Okay. I'm telling you, because you smell it as you're off. As I'm drinking. Uh, so, friends and kin, uh, this is a cute little, quick little mini episode with my favorite bartender. Uh, the Stop. yes, my favorite bartender. Uh, her name is Gina. You know her from episode number eight, which is the episode about Juneteenth, where she made a delightful drink uh, to honor our ancestors. One uh, in the vein of strawberry soda, and the other was kind of like a peach cobbler uh, drink to honor our ancestors. And so I called her up, and she was in episode 18, which was the finale. Uh, But I called her up, and I was like, you know, Gina, I want to do a quick little episode where we talk about a beverage, a good beverage for the holiday. Because, you know, here, hand me my purse. I'm all about a drink. We drinks. I drinks. Y'all drinks. It's about drinks, right? Some people smoke, I drink. So uh, I said, make something cool. I'll come pick it up. And while we're recording, I'll make it in front of you because it's virtual. We're on Zoom because we're in the middle of a pandemonium. So um, actually, I'm going to tell you something really funny. Reagan, who was on episode 18, who wrote the book, The Tiny Book of Prayers, which I have for me here, that I'm going to do some 
uh, prayer writing and journaling in tonight, which happens to be December 21st, 2020, which is the dawning of the age of Aquarius, when mm-hmm. all the Black people are supposed to get their superpowers, and I have yet to receive mine. I'm waiting still for I'm mine. I'm waiting for late. mine. I'm going to give it 72 hours. I'm not going to give up at midnight. I'm going to give it 72 hours. I kind of think that by the time I finish this drink, it's going to start to download into my system, the powers, the superpowers. But she said, I was talking to her uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, and she said, um, uh, because we're in the middle of a panini, and I laughed so hard that I almost peed on myself because that was fucking funny. In the middle of a panini. So I like to say in the middle of a pandemonium, in the middle of a panini, in the middle of an epidemic, whatever you want to call it, in the middle of a panty raid, whatever it is, we're in the middle of it. And uh, so virtually, uh, we're on Zoom, of course, and Gina made me this drink. She made all of, she gave me all of the things to make it. And I actually made it with her on Zoom to make sure I did it right because I am not a bartender. and. I got to say, I am quite impressed. And I'm saying that to you because this is the second time, actually the third time, because I don't really like strawberry soda either. But this is the huh? third, times that she, third time that she has made a drink. And um, it's a drink that I wouldn't normally think to drink because she made a drink the first time I met her with gin. And Mimi Walker does not do gin because Ace. gin is for old men. <laughs> old European men at that, but that drink I had was good. I think champagne was in it and I would drink anything with champagne in it. And that was a good, that was a good drink. Okay. That was really good. So I'm here tonight and she gave me the things to make this drink. She's going to tell you what's in it. And I just want you to know that when I sipped it the first time, I was like, you know, when you see, I don't know about you guys, but when I see one of my friends and it's like, good, you know, some good, I'll be like, Oh, bitch. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Like, oh, bitch, this is good. This is a good drink. Well, the moment has passed. So the next time, and I think the next time that we're going to do this will probably be for Black History Month because we got to celebrate. And we got to celebrate big because we'll all have our uh, powers by then. And so we mm-hmm. will have to celebrate our new downloaded superpowers. I want Gina to tell you guys what is in this glass that I'm drinking. And what is this called? So I don't have a sexy name for it yet. Right now, it's just a cranberry mule. But uh, it's right around the holidays, so cranberries are plentiful right now. There's lots of cranberry sauce, and that's kind of the hidden ingredient. So you can use your own jellied, out-of-a-can cranberry sauce that everybody puts on the table at Thanksgiving and Christmas and doesn't really eat because it doesn't really go bad. Or you can make your own cranberry sauce from scratch, which is what I did. It's just cranberries, water, and sugar. It's very simple but it tastes really fresh. You get a nice crisp tartness, hint of sweet. And so in a glass with ice, you just drop some of the cranberry sauce in there. You're going to pour an ounce or two ounces, depending on how long, how strong you like your drink of cranberry vodka, <laughs> cranberry vodka on top. And then you're going to fill the rest of the glass. Actually, it should be a copper mug, but you can fill the rest of that with ginger beer. And I have a few favorites because I like them to be strong and spicy. Um, it should be in a copper mug because it keeps your drink extra, extra cold, hence the Moscow Mule. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's topped off with a sprig of smoked rosemary. And so you can do it over a gas stove. You can hold it over a candle. You've got a 
a lighter or a candle lighter. You can do anything that will help get a little heat underneath it and just light it till it smokes. If it catches fire, just blow it out. And then you're going to top that into your drink as a great little garnish. So you get to inhale the rosemary as you're drinking and it blends nicely with the cranberry. So I'm going to say this much. Uh, the smoked milk rosemary is really the, the win for me because <laughs> the smoked rosemary like you literally smell it. It does a thing, guys. Like I'm not even lying. It does like a whole thing. It's like, it's a situation. It's a lituation. Aha, uh-huh, get it? It's a lituation because it was on fire. That was funny. Rosemary's good too for like your circulation, your blood flowing. I'm trying to remember if it's good for like blood pressure and things like that and calming, but there are some great things about uh, using rosemary too for your health. I'll tell you what, it's good as shit. That's what I'll tell you. That's all I know. I don't know about what it's good for, what it's not good for. I wish I had a um, a doodad, a, a, a cup, like you said, because that would make it fancy. But I don't have a cup, and I don't really care that I don't have a cup. And, of course, it's over ice. So if I could make this, anybody could make it. But, of course, I had pre-made ingredients because Gina is a master of disaster. Because I'm telling you, the, the rosemary... When you, and I'm asthmatic, so, you know, my breathing is, I'm having a hard time breathing, talking, and drinking. But as I'm breathing in this rosemary and drinking it, it is good. And the ginger beer is kind of like burning my throat a little bit. It's good. Good for your immune system, help clear some things up and break some stuff up in your chest. Good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who really cares about that part, though? (laughs) So... I'm drinking this drink. And so we're going to talk about some uh, good things for people to drink over the holidays. Yeah. What is, so here's one drink, a cranberry mule. I'm going to say to people, I know she said that you can use a, um, that gelatin stuff. Listen, always make yourself a favor. Don't fucking do that. It's unless you do it, unless you do it and add fresh cranberries to it and like maybe blend it. You can buy like the chunky version, I guess, but they make that. I don't eat yeah. cranberry sauce. Mm-mm. It looks well, nasty drink? when it slides, but I don't eat it out of the can. When it slides out that can, it makes that sound like <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what in the farfrig nougat is this? No thanks. So, this is one a cranberry mule, and it's relatively cheap to make. Um, when you say, did you use cranberry vodka or? Use regular vodka and then added the cranberry sauce. I used cranberry vodka. Um, we're not even going to say what, we're not going to say what brand because they're not paying us. And but I'm, I won't. But I, there's one that I love where they do a lot of like fruit forward vodkas. Mm-hmm. If that gives you a, um, it's probably my favorite real, company. It is, it is your favorite company. It is my favorite. Oh, I love those MFs. They, you yeah, know they right. should they should sponsor me. It's okay. I'm 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 gonna work on all of those. I'll tag, tag them in your drink. Uh well, you... not in in this one. I can. Huh? Did you use you used it for this yeah. one? Oh, yeah. I will. Oh, sis, I'm going to. At the cranberry vodka. So. Uh-huh. As you mentioned, this is a really great way to do a socially distant gathering and things as we get closer to the holidays and we're nearing what is this month ten, month eleven of being in quarantine. Um, doing a Zoom happy hour, a family gathering where someone drops off these kits of cocktails. And so it can be as simple as 
a little bit of the alcohol. You can buy even like the airport size alcohols. You can buy like a, a can or a bottle of whatever the mixer is. Add garnish can get reconnect on Zoom or however you will FaceTime, however you virtually connect and make the drinks together that way or celebrate that way. This is one that's super easy to make, but looks like a lot of fun and it tastes really good. You know, that's a really freaking good idea. And... And I may have to take my own advice and do that because I wasn't even thinking about that till you just said this. That is a really good idea. And that's a really dope idea for Christmas, but not only for Christmas, for New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. That you is get extra good. Fun. Yeah. Art. And if you, let's say you don't have the extra cash to buy the ingredients to deliver to people. If you send it out to them early enough, they can go buy it themselves. Yeah, you can give people a shopping list and maybe all you send out is the recipe card and some garnishes that are sh- that are able to pack and not perishable so maybe you send out the dried fruit or some spices with the recipe card or whatever the thing is that will add a nice touch to the drink that you can send out or drop off or just give them just a shopping list too that i think that that is really cool and then you guys could do a toast like that would be really mm-hmm. cool maybe i'll do that maybe not but maybe so i don't know but if not for new year's eve i'm definitely going to do it somewhere down the pike because it's genius and it's going to be a while before people want to be around people very closely again. Let me say this, this damn Moscow cranberry mule, my chest is on fire. Like it is very warm. So I will say this, if you're cold, drink Mm -hmm. it and it will warm you up from your toes to the crown of your head. Because I feel very warm and toasty. So what are some other drinks? So we got this cranberry mule. What's something else? So I love thinking about warm things during the holidays. And so this is a good time if you have your family at home and maybe you have a bubble of folks that have been around all quarantine and you're comfortable being around people. Um, doing things like either a hot cider bar or a hot cocoa bar. Super simple. You can go as simple or as extravagant as you'd like. Let's take a hot cocoa, for example. You could start with just your instant cocoa and your Swiss Miss or melt bars of chocolate. And you just make a big batch of the hot cocoa, put it in a container, either keep it in a crock pot or put it in a glass pitcher, something that looks nice on the counter. And then you can set up the rest of your your decorations and your add-ins, right? So take some candy canes off the tree, put them in a pretty glass, and then you have some some ways to garnish. Uh, you can buy hot cocoa spoons. There are chocolate spoons that are dipped in peppermint. Uh, you can get solid chocolate spoons in multiple flavors. You can do marshmallows. You can do flavored marshmallows. I also like to do cinnamon sticks, um, and then I'll do different types of rimming sugars, but you set them up in different size glasses or containers. People are now doing these like hot cocoa bombs. Cocoa, bomb. cocoa bombs. Um, um, yep. a, ve- a very good friend of mine, I-, I call her my daughter. She calls me mom. We are definitely only like maybe four years apart, <laughs> but she calls me mom. She is selling them and I bought um, a whole kit of them. I'm yep. not going to drink all of that cocoa, but, but if- t- what about those? Those are perfect. So um, I do have a soror. She makes um, hot cocoa bombs in different flavors and I bought a banana pudding hot cocoa bomb and it was so good. Yeah. So those are fun to play with too, and you can make them family friendly, or you can also add a really good bourbon um, to, the, to it once it's done. So you These- were saying that you could put the ingredients up on the counter, and you know make it look really pretty, and people can yeah. like it's like a candy bar. It's like a candy bar, like we see like lots of dessert bars at weddings or parties mm-hmm. and things like that. 
And you can make it as extravagant or simple as you like. If you want just marshmallows and maybe some chocolate chips or a little bit of whipped cream, or you can do rimming sugars, but you can also like pull a lot of things that you have around you. Like right now, I'm sure you have candy canes or holiday sweets and things like that that you can add to the bar. Um, I think spices are also really cool and often forgotten. So cinnamon sticks, whole nutmeg, chilies, add a nice touch to it. Um, you can also do things with caramel in your cocoa. So think about, or even peanut butter, think of the different things that you like in cocoa and then top it off with a nice whiskey, um, and put it in a pretty mug. So whiskey for cocoa and it's like- okay to do it with, should they be doing it with milk or should they be doing it with water? I, I would say do it with water, uh, not water, excuse me. I would say do it with milk. So it's nice okay. and cream. Um, okay. I'm a fan of almond milk though. So almond milk, soy milk, oat milk, anything that you like as far as your milk of choice is fine. But um, a ni- you want it to be nice and rich. And okay. so like a nice bourbon or whiskey in it. You can also do rum. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think those are what I would think of for hot cocoa. You could do something similar with hot cider too if you're not that much of a chocolate fan warm up apple cider, have similar things like the nutmeg and, and the cinnamon sticks. You could do star anise, which is really pretty in a glass and adds like that hint of, it's like a licorice sort of an- anise hint, but it's pretty to look at in a mug. Um, you can add that and then do things like fresh slices of apple, do some lemons and things that add a little bit of a taste. You can also um, play around with a hot toddy bar. I think that's the next thing that I want to set up and, put, and post on Instagram. It's just a hot toddy bar where you've got a few different choices of alcohol. Um, you've got different choices of tea. You've got some of your fresh citrus, and then you've got maybe some mint and other things to add to it to play with. Like this time of year is great for something like that. Everyone's feeling a little under the weather. Maybe you've got asthma and allergies. Maybe you're getting over COVID and you're not contagious. But there's a, it's a great way to sort of like help warm up and get things off your chest, and it makes you feel good. Whiskey is really great for a cough. Let me tell you something. I am a hot toddy. I'm a hot toddy, and that's the end of the sentence. I love hot toddies. I love to experiment with different liquors and hot toddies, different uh, teas. I love them. The thought of a hot toddy bar makes me happy inside. Who I would do this with, I don't really know. Maybe just myself. But it sounds like a really good idea. Because you could also use caramel. Um, You could do a cinnamon sugar rim. Oh, my gosh. What's your favorite liquor to use in a hot toddy? Whiskey? Okay, fine. I'm a whiskey girl, so I do like whiskey in both. Um, I'm trying to think, when do I actually use rum? But rum is good. Rum is good in cocoa, too, and in coffees. Um, I do like whiskey and hot toddies, so. Yeah, so do I. That's usually my go-to. Yeah. And, and, and I really like them when I'm sick because they also put me to sleep. They put and, you to sleep. They put you to cough. Mm-hmm. And you, I, I tend to sleep a lot more sound, probably because yeah. I'm drunk, but <laughs> all right, yeah, it, <laughs> it, it works. It works. So that's cool. So a hot chocolate bar, a hot toddy bar, a hot cider bar. Uh, what about for New Year's Eve? So funny you should say that. So of course, there's all sorts of things that you can do with champagne. Um, and yes, having it straight in a glass is also excellent but i do like to do things that are takes on mimosa mimosas and so i love a good pineapple juice mimosa very light on the juice um i also like syrups added so one of the the women that i collaborated with from the spicy rose co does a strawberry rose infused and champagne infused syrup and so a little bit of that in a glass fill the rest of the glass with champagne boom you have a super simple cocktail um, if you're not into sparkling wines, but you still want to be festive, I actually created something by accident yesterday just because I wanted to take a picture and showcase the rimming sugars, but I did 
bourbon, uh, sparkling apple cider on top. And then I had dipped the glass in some fresh pineapple juice from, you know, cut up chunks of pineapples, fresh pineapple juice and rolled it in the spicy caramel rimming sugar. Oh, wow. That sounds so so good. It was so good. Um, Because it was just a nice touch with the bourbon. It doesn't have the same effects as champagne. You still got a little sparkle of my little fizz. Um, And then the hint of caramel was just a very slight hint of pineapple. It wasn't a very strong hint at all. Um, It just, it went well together. Of course, you got to lick the rim. I'm not, you know, I've been drinking, so (laughs) I could go to a bad place, but I'm not because I'm not that drunk. How about that? Um, I want you guys to know that this drink that I just made, courtesy of Gina at thebedroombartender.com, is delicious and I'm a little buzzed. And I did not even, it's not a lot. It's not a lot that I had to drink. It was so good. And you know, I love that we're in this age now where craft cocktails are such a big thing. Where have they been all of my life? When I think about going to restaurants or going to a bar or a club and getting those low budget ass cocktails from behind a bar, like I don't want to drink those anymore. Like, oh my God. Eyes, right? So the reason why, like when you're in that kind of setting, nobody's really going to take the time to make a craft cocktail. And if they are, Mm -hmm. it's going to be because they've got to be fast. But and they are very expensive. Yeah, they take time. Well, the, the good thing about the bedroom bartender is she brings craft cocktails to your home. And this is absolutely delicious. And what's really also interesting is that I don't really like ginger beer. I just, I'm not a fan of it. There are certain things that I don't like. I don't like ginger beer. It burns my chest. Well, I mean, but look, she, she said... I wish I would have known that before, but look, now you've opened my eyes to something else. So now I may try ginger beer if it has vodka and cranberries in it. <laughs> there you go. Um, and also the ginger beer that I'm drinking that she um, gave me, it is light in color. So maybe it's because it's not dark, darker in color. Yeah, there are certain brands that I just don't like. And, you know, I'm, so I'm a ginger beer connoisseur. My grandmother used to make it from scratch. Because your grandmother is Jamaican. Antigua. She's from Antigua, I'm sorry. No, and so I used to wash her in the kitchen, you know, grating the ginger, boiling the water, straining everything off. And so I'm used to that sort of ginger beer. Um, But there are some that just have weird, it's like a caramel, it's real brown color. It's real brown. Yeah, I don't like those. Is that? Let me break this. Right. But this one that is as close to grandma's as possible, but then they add actual carbonation, so... So your your grandma's, I remember you telling me about it on when we did the Juneteenth episode. Um, she made it, it didn't have carbonation in it. No, it was just water. Because um, there was no st- soda stream in Antigua. There was no soda stream machine. Plus, like, that's not how you make ginger beer. It's just water, sugar, and ginger. And it's, it's, it's strong because it's spicy as I don't know what. And I remember mm-hmm. trying to drink it and I would burn my throat. Out, but, like, it was so good, but it was hard to drink. But it was great. I didn't get sick that much as a kid, so there's that. So there was a, a method to Granny's madness. I'm just gonna go ahead. I really wanted to wait and like keep this for later or for the next day. No, sir, drinking it now. Enjoy. It's so good. Um, so New Year's Eve. Any other anything else with New Year's Eve? Because like some people don't like um champagne. Yeah. Um so- should have been ready for this. Um, so I, lo- I honestly, I love a good old fashioned. 
And I think you always talk about it old fashioned. Do you know I've never had one in my life? I have to take care of you on that. So I Leave love it old because they're classic, but they're they're strong, but they're they're not like I don't want to drink them strong. And I love like the classic way of making them with sugar cubes and and muddling the sugar cube with bitters. Um, the things that I do that are different is what I do with my sugar cubes. And so um, there's one that I made where it's like a, I call it a golden old fashioned, and mm-hmm. the sugar cube is Madagascar vanilla turmeric. Um, it's like a golden milk powder mixed in with raw sugar. And I made oh, these wow. large, sugar. you just muddle it. And it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Golden milk is great for you. Um, good for your joints, but you just muddle it with, um, Angostura bitters and add uh, whiskey or bourbon on ice and just stir it. You can also do like a citrus garnish if you want to peel. But, um, I like that one because of the, the peeling powers of turmeric. It's also fun to look at it. It gives it a nice hint of a golden color, um, but it's a nice, simple drink. And it's not necessarily like a lightweight champagne or something super fizzy or something super girly. So it's something that dudes can drink and still feel like their, their nuts are hanging. <laughs> I said it. I said it. You know how I get after I've had a couple of uh, sips? They feel like their nuts are hanging. It's good because dudes don't want to like drink super girly stuff sometimes. Sometimes yes. I don't want to drink super girly stuff. And I hate when people assume that I want that because I'm a woman. No, actually, yeah. I'll have bourbon right there. Um. Actually, for me, it's just give me a shot. Let's just go straight to it. <laughs> uh, what will you be drinking on, on Christmas and on New Year's Eve? It depends. Um, I think on, on Christmas, I may head down the, the spiked eggnog path a bit. Mm, you didn't mention eggnog yet. A, a good eggnog. Um, I've been trying to explore vegan eggnogs because life. But um, I do like a good eggnog spiked with... Actually, so one that I did was a vegan eggnog and I spiked it with bourbon and pecan whiskey. Mm. It was so good. And then like great fresh nutmeg. And I think I did also start with a chocolate spoon. Um, of course, the spoon didn't melt. It was more of an extra snack for me. But um, <laughs> So was, I have a question. Um, yeah. Where does one find vegan eggnog? Not for I'm not asking for me. This time I am asking for a friend because I don't like eggnog. I think it's absolutely disgusting. That's funny. But I don't like eggs, so the thought of drinking eggs, even that's though, not act like that's not what it is because I don't think that's what I don't know. But um, you can get I think your, there are eggs. I think there are eggs in regular eggnog. I, I believe so. Why the hell would it be called eggnog if there were no eggs or no nog in it? Oh, somebody's tipsy and her name is Mimi. Why would you want to, if, if there was no egg or no nog? <laughs> anyway, you can find the vegan eggnog. You can find that at every, like your grocery, your local grocery store. Trader you can find Joe's. It Target, Trader Joe's, Mom's, Whole Foods. You can probably mm-hmm. find it Giant Safeway. Like you can find it everywhere now. Okay. Uh, so super simple. The world. I think, hello? Um, I think you can, you can kind of see my theme here is right now, things that are super simple to make at home. Yeah. And so I love being creative. I've made lavender syrup from scratch before. I've done infusions with bourbon and jasmine flowers. And right now I've been focused on shortcuts and things that still have that fun festive cocktail without all that extra work and having to go back out for extra. So things that you've got in the house already. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I don't like about um, the quarantine or the panini, as Reagan Gabriel Mathis says. The panini 
is getting in the way of Gina and I's great conversation because it keeps going in and out, the Zoom. I said the panini is, but no, the Zoom. And I'm not editing this tipsy conversation that I'm having. It keeps cutting in and out and it's stressing Gina out and it's stressing me out too because we didn't have this in um, episode eight. Episode eight, we didn't have any of those problems because we were in front of one another. Now we have to do this on a Zoom. So Gina is going to give us a quick recap of drinks that you can have for Christmas and for New Year's if you have people gathering at your house or if you're doing like a Zoom call and you want to have people make drinks at their own house. She's going to give us a quick recap, two drinks for each holiday, um, a traditional and a non-traditional or, you know, something that is, you know, you would expect the expected versus the unexpected. Take it away, Gina. Absolutely. So for the holidays, you're more than likely going to be around a small amount of your family. And so for a traditional cocktail, you could do a, a, a hot cocoa bar. And so this is something that's fun. It's super simple to set up. It's self-serve. It looks nice on the counter or the table or wherever you set it up. And all you need is a large batch of hot cocoa or enough for whoever's drinking. And then different garnishes that are fun. For a non-traditional drink, if you want to think of something that's a little cooler, I love the cranberry mule. Um, it's a take on a traditional Moscow mule. Uh, it should be served in a copper mug, but really not all of us have those. It's great in any type of glass. And it's cranberry sauce, just a, a, like a half teaspoon to a teaspoon, vodka or cranberry vodka topped off with ginger beer. And then you can smoke some rosemary on it to help get that hint of rosemary. It's great to inhale it while you're drinking. It gives a great aroma to the drink and it looks nice, like a makes you think of a Christmas tree in your cup almost. And what about New Year's Eve? Yeah, switching gears to New Year's Eve. If you like champagne, I love a champagne cocktail. Um, you can do it with real champagne or sparkling wines like Prosecco. Do a syrup and <laughs> you love Prosecco. Um, I was mouthing that. I love <laughs> Prosecco. Not too long ago, I had 10 glasses of Prosecco and I was literally on my ass. Like I basically drank the whole bottle by myself and it did, it did a number on me. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> It was, it was so bad. I assume, you know, I'm not even going to say the things that I said, but you know, Hey, I'm an adult and I can drink what I want and do what I want. Back to exactly. what Gina was saying. <laughs> um, think about what you like to drink and what you have around or what you can get. Um, I love champagne cocktails where you do a non-traditional syrup and then you fill the glass with sparkling wines. Um, you can add a rimming sugar around the edge too. It looks almost like a little rough glitter. It looks great in the light, great for photos. And then it's great to like drink and lick the rim. You can do different types of juices. You can do a hint of pineapple juice, things that are not necessarily your traditional orange juice in champagne. Um, and you can also do a take on old fashions. If you're not into champagnes and sparkling flutes and things like that for the holidays, I love a good old fashioned with a sugar cube. Muddle the sugar cube with bitters, pour the bourbon on top and stir, um, add like a, a, an orange garnish, orange pill garnish, but do something fun with your sugar cubes. You can, I've made my own with golden milk and vanilla beans, or I've done rose and lavender. They add a different take to your old fashioned. So I'm going to say this to everybody because I think that people need to understand that if you don't have a friend who is a bartender, and not a run-of-the-mill bullshit bartender that works at the local nightclub. You need to find someone and have them in your life who is a creator 
or a creatress of craft cocktails. Because I have to say that since meeting Gina and having her cocktails more than once, my my life has been changed because I'm a drinker. Like I said, I drink. And my palate has kind of changed a little bit. So instead of drinking like a mixed drink, sometimes I'll just get like wine or I'll just get like, I'll drink Prosecco. I would drink that out of a chimpanzee's navel. Just kidding. No, I wouldn't. Because after saying that, it kind of made me vomit. Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding about that. But like, I love Prosecco. But I would rather just drink like straight alcohol than to drink like cocktails because they, um, it just doesn't add up. It just, it doesn't match. You know what I mean? So I will say, don't you sell? So tell me, tell the people what they can, what do you have on your site? Yeah. So I do have some things to help sort of curate the mood, right? So I've got cocktail blended candles. And so they're all, all of my candle scents come with an accompanying cocktail recipe. They're all made after certain drinks that I've either made myself or are my favorite, but I also have what I call bar drip. And so there are a few different types of kits on my site where you can get some of the infused syrups, there's rimming sugars, there's garnishes, uh, there's recipes included, but it's a great way for you to buy a couple things that are quick, but you have some really fun things on hand to really spice up your cocktails. At. Okay. So tell them how to find your website in your yes. social media if they can't get to the website, just in case they're a little technologically defunct. <laughs> the website is www.thebedroombartender, and it's all one word, dot com. Uh, and then also you can find me on Instagram, the underscore bedroom underscore bartender. And so on Instagram, you'll find recipes, you'll find pictures of the things that I offer. Um, sometimes you'll find funky sayings, but it's all about celebrating my love of, of beverages. And you also and so, have a lot yeah. of glitter on, on, your, on your Instagram page as of lately. I've noticed that. I found a filter. I don't know why, and I can't make it stop. Lots of glitter. Don't you ain't got to stop it. So let me just say this: I'm looking on her website now. Um. Oh, look at you! You got bath salts. Listen. Oh, I better go. Come on, girl. T- tell the people what you got. Now you're not doing a good job. Forgot. I'm about looking, and you got bath salts, and you got candles, and you got all kind of stuff. Tell them about your bath salts. I'm looking on the website right now because. I'm about to order a uh, candle, a new fashion candle. So I want you to tell the people about this whole basalt situation. Yeah, I love the the mood that candles create. I love the crackle of the flame. I love the scent. And as I was going through and just coming up with these cocktail candles, it hit me where I like, I just, wouldn't it be great to bathe in a cocktail as well? Wouldn't it be great to, you've had a rough day, just sit in a stiff drink and light a candle. Maybe you don't really want to drink it. Maybe you want to drink as well, but being able to sit in a bath that is the cocktail, you get the aromas. Um, these are also made with Epsom salts and Dead Sea salts. So they're great for sore, achy bodies. They're great for healing. They're great for skin. Um, so it's a really great way to sort of just sit in a cocktail and relax and just have that moment. Here's the thing about the bedroom bartender. It is an experience. So I was telling her as I was, she was walking me through making this drink and I am definitely officially tipsy at this point, but I was telling her that this is like an experience. So when I got the ginger beer in, in the, in the, uh, I don't even know what to call this, the vodka thing. It was, it, it was like magic. It's chunks of cranberries in it. 
I didn't even know it was vodka in it. I was like, do I need to go get some vodka? But it's <laughs> chunks of cranberries. And then making it was fun, you know, with her, of course, because it's all her stuff. Smoking the rosemary was fun. And right. I'll have some pictures up of it so that you guys could see it. But it was really cool. Like, this is some cool shit. So you are creating an experience. So let's say, I mean, I have a candle here. I have a new fashion candle. I don't want to start burning it yet because I want to save it for another day. But (laughs) I mean, like you can get a whole experience. And also like, I mean, it's probably too late for Christmas, but like, if you want to get somebody a gift, like you can get them a whole like situation. So you can get the candle, the bath salt, you can get the bar drip. You can get the, 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 you had like a syrup, I think on there too. You can get like a whole situation and a person can create like an experience for themselves. Yeah. You can get all those things on the site and it's a great way to start getting your home bar set up. So you don't want full size bottles of everything, but you can start with some smaller sizes. You can set up a a bar counter at home. Maybe you have a bar cabinet. You can start anywhere at home and start setting up your own bar. I like it. Sign me up. I'm here for it. Well, I want to thank Gina for uh, being on my mini episode. She is the only one who has been on a mini episode because this is the only mini episode that I have ever done. Uh, Gina is definitely a part of the Hand Me My First family. I love her. And the next time you see or hear from Gina, it will be around the time of Black History Month where she will curate a drink for Black History Month. I don't know what it will be called. We'll figure it out later. But make sure that you are tuned in to hand me my purse so that you are ready to experience the Black History Month drink from hand me my purse and the bedroom bartender. I'm still on break because sis is still tired. I'm enjoying, you know, not putting out episodes every twice a month, (laughs) but I will be back. So I will be back. I'm almost positive. I'm going to do a happy new year episode for you guys. Um, but don't hold me to it because if I'm really tired or if I don't feel like it, I won't. Um, so just right. don't write it down. Just write it in pencil with, and make sure you have an eraser nearby. Um, make a mental. Yeah. Make a mental note. Right. But season two of hand me my purse, the podcast begins on January 15th, 2021. It will be so nice. So nice to see a new year come in uh, after 2020. 2020 has been an interesting year. I don't want to see it. Say it's been a horrible year because, you know, we're still here to talk about it, you know. Um, But 2020 has been a year, I I definitely would say, of transformation for the entire planet, right? So we are going to come back and we're going to come back on January 15th and it's going to be great. I'm excited. I'm excited for season two. You will see Gina in season two as you have in season one because I love Gina and she's the best and she keeps me tipsy. How can I not like, not like her? Right. I want to thank Gina for stopping by today. I hope you guys have a happy holiday, whatever it is. If it's Hanukkah, it's already passed. Happy Hanukkah to you. If it's Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Happy winter solstice to you and happy Kwanzaa, Habarigani, all those good things to you. I will talk to you guys very soon. I love you. And I'm out this bitch. Thank you.
Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 